0: Kia fellow disruptors. Welcome to the second post of Disrupted NZ, the second podcast of the year. I'm Maury Abraham, principal of Hobsonville Point Secondary School, and today I'm going to be talking a little bit about the concept of tanga, why it's important in schools, especially in those um, times when you're welcoming new people into your school and getting them settled in over the summer i read russell bishop's new book teaching to the northeast and had the privilege of uh, hearing him 12 months ago uh, keynote at our Kahuyako staff only day um, out here in west auckland and what resonated with me was him talking about the northeast which is the quadrant where There's the combination of high teaching skills and high relationships, and he identifies these as uh, the, the key to effective teaching. In fact, he argues if you don't get the combination of both of these things, then teaching, it's really difficult for it to be really effective. So you might have great relationships with kids, but if you haven't got high teaching skills, then you're not going to be effective. You might have great teaching skills but not the ability to form strong positive relationships so you're not going to be effective. So it's both of these things together. He summarises it by saying that we are in the northeast when we create a family-like context for learning and that we interact in that family-like context in ways that we know promote learning. This podcast is going to concentrate on the creation of a family-like context for learning, uh, something that... Is explained by the concept of whanangatanga. I'm just going to kick off and describe really briefly the processes that we go through to welcome new students into our school. And then I'll have a talk with uh, learning community leaders from our school about the value that they see in these types of um, programs and processes we follow and how they then permeate throughout the rest of the school. So our our welcoming um, of new students into our school generally begins in August of the preceding year where we have enrolment interviews with the whole whānau of uh, year eight students who are wanting to come to our school. We feel it's important to meet with the whole whānau and we go through a series of questions that are designed to try to make a connection what are you looking forward to as a student? What are you a bit nervous about as a student? What's mum and dad looking forward to? What are they a bit nervous about? Um, we ask some questions about you know, what sort of learning they enjoy, um, what sort of learning do they struggle in a bit, and what their career aspirations are. And then we ask the parents to uh, share with us their expectations of the school. So the whole interview is around about uh, forming some strong connections, and we record those answers so that we can share them with the child's um, soon-to-be-appointed learning coach. In early November, um, following that, we ha- invite all of our Year 8s to spend um, almost a half a day in our school during uh, our big project exhibition time. So that's they interact with our learners and they, they see the sort of learning that um, they'll be involved in when they, they come to our school. And then in late November, we have uh, what we call an orientation day. Um, that's when all of the students who are enrolled um, to be in our following year, Year 9, come and spend the full day with us. We begin with a mihi whakata, um have some kai, um, and then spend the day focusing on getting to know each other, uh, getting the students to know sort of a little bit about our school and what drives us, and just making connections. We certainly don't do any... Uh, testing of students on those days. It's all focused on forming relationships. And then in in the new year, in what we call week zero, the week before school starts, um, we turn our attention for a little bit to um, tanga for our staff. So we have a full day, new staff induction day. We talk about what drives our school and we also get them out finding connections within our community and we have a shared kai with them. That's followed by a full staff only day, uh, we begin with a pūhiri for our new staff and then we go into every staff member uh, sharing their pepiha um, with the staff, that's on a pre-prepared slide with some visuals of things that are really important to them. Um, each staff member, it's only 45 seconds the slides up but they get an opportunity to stand and recite their pepiha and people to see The visuals of things that are important to them and we think that's a really important thing to do um, when we're coming together at the start of the year. In week one um, our students only attend for their individual education meeting with their hub coach Um, so they're scheduled throughout the day and into the evening and so the whanau and the new student uh, comes and meets with the coach and that's around about four minutes a really important connection between the coach, the student and the family and start having a look at what their programme might look like. Uh, during that week we also hold a full day International Student Induction Day when um, we have ex-students and senior students come along and work with international students to ensure that we're extending our sense centre whanaungatanga uh, to them as well. During that week we also run a full day of peer mediation training for seniors who wish to be involved in that activity. And then on the Thursday we run a a senior student leadership training day. And that's self-selected and senior students who wish to be involved in leadership come along for the day and start planning what the day will look like for year nines for their first day at school. So on the Friday, uh, we have all of our Year 9 students in and those student leaders and we begin with a mihi and then spend the rest of the day um, with those senior student leaders, workshopping with those students, uh, getting to know each other, getting to know how the school operates. They're all um, interactive activities, some physical, some academic And again, uh, we don't get involved in any testing of students. So that's the end of week one, focused entirely on making connections, getting to know each other, getting to know about the school. So week two begins with um, the whole school in for the first time on the Monday. Um, We don't go to timetable classes. The students remain in their learning hubs and in their learning communities, creating connections between each other and between hubs, again just focusing on getting to know each other. The Tuesday we stay in our hubs and our communities um, but on that day we have a whole series of academic and physical challenges that students in their learning communities work on throughout the whole day um, which is designed to build on the connections that they have created uh, over the previous day and to really move towards developing uh, collaboration and shared problem solving. So it's not until Wednesday that our students begin their timetable classes. And we're really purposeful about that. Um, We think that really effective learning can't happen until we've done our best to begin the establishment of this family-like context for learning that Russell Bishop talks about. And at the end of the Wednesday, we extend that sort of thinking um, out to our wider community. So in conjunction with Hobsonville Point, Point Primary School, we hold our annual Waitangi Whānau Picnic, uh, where we invite the community to come along and join with the staff. We have food trucks and blankets spread out and kids performing music. And it's a real neat carnival atmosphere and, and a way of just extending that, that scent of whānaungatanga with our parent community right now i've got uh, reagan one of our learning community leaders here to uh, talk about um, how she sees the value of these sorts of um, processes and what we do and how they permeate throughout the rest of the school as a learning community leader she's part of a team of four with one of my dps who are really um, who really lead this area of our school So, I think it's really appropriate to hear from her. So, um, Kia ora Regan.
1: Kia ora Mori. Kia ora Kayaku Whano. Ko Regan Aho. Ko Tuku Tuku Tumonga. Ko Wairoa Te Awa. No Riparo Aho. Good to be on this podcast.
0: (laughs) Cool. Yeah, it's great to have you here because I can talk about all these sorts of things. you know but to have someone who's re- really part of leading it and, and delivering it on the ground and supporting other staff in this in this area I think is going to be of, of real neat value for our listeners so um, let's just kick off with you know why do you think it's important that we we concentrate on Tanga and, and deliver these sorts of processes and programs in our school
1: I think because um, we all know that that the it's the relationship that makes teaching and learning effective, which is why I think we here embody that co- the concept of whānau order with our sort of, our restorative prax- practices and the warm and demanding that you were talking about earlier. Um, and at the heart of that sits, I think, Um which when you consider your whānau, it is where you ideally feel safe and where our identity as as people and our sense of self is formed so our goal is to use this model to create a sense of belonging for our students
0: and and so why do you think that's important for students in the school
1: because i think you know again if we consider our home it's where we feel seen and so our our goal is that that we would have students to name at least three staff members who see them as they, the student, identifies themselves, not necessarily the stereotypes and pressures that we as a school or a society might place on them. Um, when we can provide that and when we do that, then we are educating the whole student, not not just sort of this... Um, pressure or the pathway on the academic excellence alone because we want to develop the personal the person so therefore the personal excellence that goes along with the academic
0: yeah it reminds me of um, a couple of years ago I don't know if it was Ros or Sally actually who did a little bit of a video project and just walked up to random kids and captured them on video and the question was can you name three adults in the place who really care for you um and when they played that video to us, you saw when you saw the expression on those kids' faces when they were thinking and identified this adult mm. and were able to name it, you could see this real sense of uh, strong relationship with that person and that, that, that real sense of importance um, that, that they held on that.
1: Yeah, and I think that you know, you, when, you, when you can get to that place. Um, we know that we're doing a great job. I think it's Rita Pesson who talks about how um, students will learn um, math from the English teacher if the relationship's there better than they will the math teacher if it isn't. Mm. And um, that, again, is is where, with Fenounetanga, it's so important that we we get that right. And for us as a school and a community, Tanga goes beyond just our own connection with with people. For us, it's um, our connection to the space that we also inhabit, it's our connection to um, the primary school, to the local community, but also more importantly it's the connection that we have to Te Kawaroa Maki and how we um, are always Looking for places to connect and to have that whanau also with them, um, and I'm so proud to be in a school and a part of a team where we aren't tick boxing these these elements um, that we are taking these concepts that are, are multi concepts, and we consider sort of from the to our perspective of what it actually truly means to embody it, and yeah. I and I and I'm really proud that I think that we do that incredibly yeah. well.
0: Yeah, I, I I think back to before the school opened and we were still thinking about um, how we connected to the the space and to the place, and that early engagement with Kawarau Amaki and the decision taken with them to name physical spaces in our school, mm-hmm. which then became the names of our learning communities in our school mm. to to actual important people important geographical features for Kaura Amaki so mm. Titiwa mm. uh, the great chief after mm. who um, the the Waitakuri are named mm. um waiarohea, the the sacred creek mm. uh manu, the the gathering place for the for the birds um Unikiritia the actual original name um tahiri Tiki Tikitiki the Walker, mm. um, you know, it, it's just it, it, right from the beginning. We 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 realise the importance of linking with local iwi, but linking with the space too.
1: Mm. Yeah, mm. and I think that that you know that that then when we do that, and when you've got that sort of whanau and that connection, then when we consider the the hub curriculum and this the four strands that we then aligned with. Um, it, there's this natural feed into Minakitanga which is which is where we consider how do we then um, as a school community, how do we create these these deep and meaningful sort of projects where we give back to that community yeah. too?
0: Yeah I was, I was hoping you, you you know we'd end up talking about that because um, you've been a key player in developing that hub, hub curriculum and you know I, I kicked off this podcast by just describing the things that we did. Mm. Um, but I think there's going to be some real value for for listeners for you to describe perhaps what that flow of those concepts through our curriculum look like because that's where mm. the meaningful stuff occurs.
1: because
0: yeah. it's stuff that's happening every day right throughout the whole year.
1: Yeah, I mean, look, I feel really lucky to be um, to be sort of part of a of, of a very incredible sort of learning learning community, leading team. You know, head, headed by by Lee and, and also sort of followed on with the likes of Roz and Cindy, like you were saying, who have done some amazing thinking around how to use sort of the, the, these key strands um, to then align with, I guess, the, the habits and the key competencies within our school. And then again, with our learning design mm-hmm. um, to support the well being and the holder um, which enables us to then develop the personal and academic excellence within our students mm. so we have our four strands which we we start with tanga, we go into huarahi ako and manakitanga and then rangatiratanga so um we're constantly sort of evolving and reflecting on on our practice and one of the um I think that's one of the strengths of what we do here as well, is that we are always looking to improve. Um, And for us and our team, we're looking for ways to deepen our practice and make it as authentic as possible to continually be enhancing what we do. So this year, for example, we're gathering um, more detailed voice to build on the um, interview process that you were talking about before. Um, we are going to be getting our our hub coaches to sort of gather a lot more detailed sort of parent voice to build stronger student profiles. Um, And again, it sort of demonstrates our deep desire to show finonatanga as it is seen from the our perspective, Mm. that it is, you know, that concept as well. It takes a village Mm. to to raise a child Mm. and we are part of that village Mm. and the parents are very much a part of it too. And Mm. I think in, in traditional education, Often parents are quite alienated from from it, and our goal is to to be as like we say as family as we can, and mm. to 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 have them along the journey with our students along the way. The other thing that we're always looking to do is is to embed the evaluation processes and constantly build on on what we do. And when you think about um, a potama, it's it just continues, and so that's the sort of um, I guess the, the the theme or or, or the symbol that symbol. we that we that we are yeah. basing it on is that we're always evolving and refining based on our student, parent, and staff mm. voice, mm. Um, and this is what is a strength of of our hub curriculum, but also of our of our school. Mm.
0: What I really love about um, doing a podcast interview with a leader in the school is I learned stuff that I didn't know <laughs> um, and so I didn't know about that um, the work you're doing about exploring collecting, uh, more student voice so it's really cool to hear that yeah. so it's, it's really cool and the, the other thing I hadn't really picked up on was the inclusion of rangatiratanga as one of the hub curriculum concepts so just taking us back to that mm. I mean those concepts just rolled off your tongue you talked about tanga, huarahi ako, um, tanga and mm. rangatiratanga um I'm just wondering whether you, and we've talked about the tanga aspect mm. that we generally cover off in term mm. one at the start mm-hmm. of the year, which is a really cool time to do it. Mm-hmm. Could you just sort of give a bit of a brief description about what's meant by ako, what's meant by huarahi, what's meant by manakitanga, what's meant by tanga? So um, one
1: of the one of the cool things that we do do with our curriculum is that we often break down um, the actual word and, and the concept and uh, Ngahuia, who, who is one of our amazing team members is um, great at doing this and mm. she, you know, she she breaks down the concept for example of whanaunatanga and when you look at the word whanaunatanga in, in the heart of that is O, so the I, and then you have the No, and then you have whanau, which is the wider family, and then you have the connection and the relationship. So we break down a lot of the words in this sense you know and when you look at manakitanga for example you have mana in there so manakitanga is about lifting the mana of other people so how do we do that within our community so one of our strands is about that it's about the idea of I guess the we not me like how do I think beyond myself and how do I um, within within each of our strands we have learning objective rubrics which tie in with our learning design. And we have sort of what that would look like if you were adaptive and if if you were developing. And so we then looked at, so huarahi and ako is who am I as a learner? And then what is my future pathways? So huarahi and, and ako is about where we like to set goals as well with our students where we work, we, we, that's where we're looking at how do we develop you in terms of your personal and your academic excellence so that's definitely where we see that huarahi um, and the huarahi ako coming in in that strand
0: because we're combining those two concepts whereas before we used to have them quite separated yes. but as you say thinking about the potama yep. that we're reevaluating and, and restructuring
1: yeah, yes cool and then our final one that we've just introduced is um, looking at tanga, and how, you know, I think one of the beauty, the beautiful things about being a new school is that you don't have a history of um, leaders from year nine, you know, and we, we we now have the full cohort where the year nine see the year thirteens, but we haven't always had that. So we've built our leaders out of our juniors and, and I think that The thing that we do here is that we recognize that leadership isn't just a senior thing it is you can be a leader and show leadership at any at any point and so one of the things that we're looking at here is what does that what does that mean um how do we become leaders and what are the kinds of people that we want to lead and what is the legacy i guess that we want to leave Mm. not only here but in the world as we go on mm. beyond this place
0: because mm. it was a real challenge starting a new school just with year 9s then mm. moving to year 9s and 10s one of the challenges was that there weren't leadership in place for those kids to aspire to etc so yeah. there were some really challenges through that journey but now that we've got the full cohort we don't want to lose the advantages of anybody at any level mm. being involved in leadership yes yeah, cool I love it
1: and I think that within the within um, within that you know one of the things that we're working on as well as a team is what does that now look like within within our mm. environment mm. because we we are different mm. and so um you know it do, it doesn't look the same that's right yeah so um it's really it's really um re- it's a really rewarding curriculum the hub one and a dispositional one to Mm. to be a part of Mm. Um, and I think for all of us that work in it there's always been that big belief that unless you get the personal rights the learning just won't happen Mm. Um, and so we want everybody to feel um, safe and and valued and Mm. and you just can't do that really Mm. effectively Mm. without actually having something like this really properly embedded in mm. your school mm. sort of I guess timetable and systems.
0: Mm. And I really love how it's linked really strongly to our vision because when we think about our vision which finishes off by talking about wanting to have empowered learners who contribute confidently and responsibly in a changing world mm. you know it's that values base that dispositional curriculum which is which really helps nail that's that and I like the fact that we're bringing life to that with, yep. the, with these structures and these these concepts that you've been talking about
1: yeah and I and I think like um I sort of think it's yeah about growing those um our our, our students to be mind to be mindful as well and I think when we talk about being warm and demanding in our restorative practices as well which as hub coaches that's what our coaches do a lot they're sort of a, a mixture of of being a bit of a dean they're, a mm. lot of what they do is would be a traditional sort of deaning role and they have we have sort of 18 to 20 people in a hub and the the role of that hub coach is to be the champion and the advocate for those kids in, mm. in in their hub and so
0: in a warm and demanding in way in a warm
1: and demanding way mm. Mm. so they hold them accountable um and i what struck me when i first started here was that for an open plan building very rarely do you hear anybody yell like mm. you don't hear staff yelling mm. which is quite phenomenal when you mm. consider that it's a completely open learning space mm. um and that's testament to the restorative sort of systems that we have. That kind of relax vigilance. Mm. That con- and and constantly asking our question, our students, sorry, to question themselves: Are mm. you doing the right thing? Mm. Because you're never going to. You know what studies show too is that you don't you don't change behaviour by mm. punishing. Mm. So, um, you know, I think that just that constant. Mm. reinforcement of mm. that is also one of the special things about the mm. place that we're, we're yeah. all in.
0: I mean I, I love the way that our, our discussion about whanaungatanga and then we got on to um, broader concepts in the hub curriculum and now we're coming to the principles of restorative practice which I think is going to would be a really cool um, podcast yes. um, on its own and, and, and we'll do that mm. but it's displaying the connectedness between between everything, you know. Um, and I love that fact that um, you did bring up the warm and demanding because mm. um, we've talked about that as a, a long time in our school mm. about not just in behaviour but in, in our pedagogy as well. And now that links so well to Russell's work on um, you know teaching to the northeast. Mm. And so mm. um, we've got some really neat frameworks and ways of thinking coming together. Mm. Yeah. So. Reagan it's about time to just almost finish the podcast um do you want to finish off with um anything that um, on top of your mind or you think um you know, thinking about whanaunga tanga and its importance um any of the things that we do that I described at the beginning that you think are of, of, of particular value that resonate more with you or
1: look I just think that um that I guess of of of, of all of it, yeah, for Tunga is just so, so important. And um, like you said, we do it as a staff within our own staff. Mm. We do it with our students. We do it with our Fano. We do it with our community. Um, and I guess it's just that as people at the end of the day, we all just want to feel like we belong. In, cool. a, in a place, mm. and that's that's what we want, and mm. all the good stuff comes when mm. you feel like you are a part of something bigger than yourself.
0: Cool, so that's, yeah, that's that's a really great way to to finish off the topic, and you know, I really appreciate having this conversation with you and the learning that I've gone through as a result of it.
1: Oh, well, thanks for the opportunity. Yeah,
0: so <laughs> so, so folks, um, that's that's the end of this um, podcast. Um, I'm expecting Claire from Albany Senior High School next week to. Um, do a podcast on what drives innovation at her school. Um, don't forget, um, we're all over Twitter Twitter on NZ, and our Facebook uh, group DisruptEd too. Um, lots of really neat posts going on there. So uh, best wishes for uh, term one of 2020. Um, keep looking for ways that you can disrupt um, how learning and teaching is going on in New Zealand. Keep looking for ways to keep the innovation going And the best way to do that is to keep connected with other people who are thinking the same sorts of thoughts. So enjoy the rest of the term.